I mean, I used to make this mistake uh, myself a lot. It's just that my sensei said to me, what are you doing on the dates? He said, boring, <laughs> boring. You're just like every other fucking guy she goes out with. So anyways, that was a little bit tough on my ego at the time, but I learned from it. And uh, yeah, I'm not as dull <laughs> when I got on dates, that's for sure. Uh, like I was when I first came here. and welcome to Kiev on an absolutely splendid late July's evening and in today's vodka podcast with me Connor Klein I'm going to be diving into a topic that really makes me passionate it actually infuriates me and that is the difference between a real man and a beta buck here in Eastern Europe in particular in Ukraine but also obviously in Russia and Belarus that's when Western guys come here to date the beautiful women of Eastern Europe. And I'm gonna go into five things that beta bucks do here that they should not be doing. They should be that real man. Now, I have done a primer on what a real man is. I'll link it up above in the card down below in the description. And the genesis to today's vodcast is actually, I have a uh, consulting client who I'm coaching over a longer period, a couple of months. And previously, he had come here to Ukraine and actually used some matchmakers. Now, he is a Gen Xer. I would say he's pretty good looking and obviously he was able to afford to pay these matchmakers so he's not exactly uh, penniless or something, but you know, they actually did him so much harm that I've actually had to spend a good bit of time coaching it back out of him because they'd set the frame so badly and they had set him up for many of these uh, different beta buck traits. Now beta buck is obviously not what you want to be. You want to be more of a, I guess the normal dichotomy is alpha versus beta. It's not a great way to describe things. A lot of controversy about whether there's even such thing as an alpha male. Anyways, we won't go into that in today's video. Definitely the mindset that you need is that real man mindset. And beta buck, as we're going to describe it today, is making the mistakes that do not correspond to being a real man. So I really, really, really want to help you avoid these mistakes because they are propagated as being the way to go when you come here by many of these uh, matchmakers or marriage agencies. Now, I'm not talking the ones that are complete scams even. I mean, they just basically rob their clients, the scammy ones, but there are even ones where they try to help the guys to a certain extent. And, but the problem is the whole frame. I think the guys who run it, they are guys, sometimes it's women, they actually are basically maybe partly beta bucks themselves and they don't even realize the harm that they're doing with the frame that they're setting up. So you want to be, in my opinion, maximizing your potential when you come here to Eastern Europe because we have, I guess, beauty arbitrage, uh, to a certain extent, international beauty arbitrage by moving and spending lots of time here in Eastern Europe. But if you're going to be a beta buck, then you're not going to reach your potential. And actually, even when I look at it, the matchmaking. matchmaking can be useful. I mean, it also exists in the West and exists, say, in I guess in other cultures uh, because it's a, you know allowing connection, making that connection between two people. And even you could say like Tinder is kind of like a matchmaker in a certain sense, a very poor one, of course, in terms of success, in terms of percentage. So in my opinion, I don't really see them as adding any particular extra value than they would for you than if they were actually in the West, right? So matchmakers can, of course, help people. I mean, they help connect people. They can help maybe a little bit with coaching, but they're only really helping a specific person who is struggling to meet 
uh, a match that they're happy with. So that could be here, for example, like single moms over 30. They are going to struggle on the local dating market because they're not considered high value. It doesn't mean that they're bad people. It's just that that's not what guys in general are looking for, especially the high status guys. So they go for this kind of arbitrage by maybe going to matchmaker, meaning a foreign man, right? A certain type of foreign man, normally a good bit older, and that can work, of course. Whilst as guys, well, at least you probably are coming to Eastern Europe because you're trying to uh, exploit the beauty arbitrage because there are a lot more beautiful women here, right? So uh, it can help certain person, like person who's introverted, of course, um, and does, or maybe lazy, doesn't want to do any work. And, you know, if you have a big value gap, then maybe it's going to work. Anyways, I've ranted on way too long about that point about the matchmakers. That's just to set the stage of what the, um, you know, the genesis for the idea of today's video is. Listen, the mistakes I'm about to go into, the five uh, mistakes, these are mistakes just, you know, either I made them a lot or I made them just a little bit that I also made when I came here over 10 years ago. So I want to make sure that you start off with the right mindset. So let's dive into how not to be a beta buck here. So the first beta buck trait is pedestalizing women. Now, what does that mean? It means putting them up on a pedestal, raising them up as they are these perfect creatures and you are this kind of like mere mortal, uh, low value male you know, begging for their attention and their validation, right? So basically you put the value, you set up the frame as the value, that's what beta bucks do. And it's just creating the perception of them being low value. It doesn't mean it actually corresponds. She actually might not be that high value as an individual or even on the local dating market. But if you beta bucks, especially when it comes to the West, because women are on average better looking here, they suddenly see, okay, back to use that scale of one to ten, maybe back in their hometown, they're used to being with a five and now a five in Kiev is going to be like a seven to them. So they start to worship them and uh, pedestalizing. I mean, that's obviously a very dramatic example, given it in a lot of other videos. So to give you a more concrete example that I used to do, and there's a particular reason for this, and I see it also in my coaching client a little bit, is, for example, uh, a lot of guys, if they come here, they maybe want to meet a woman that they've been speaking to online, or maybe they met another trip here and she lives in a small town, maybe five hours, we'll say, from Kiev. Now, for someone who's adventurous like me, actually going to that small town would be interesting, right? Just to go down there. But the problem is perception. That can, if you go to, let's just take uh, Pavlohrad, it's actually in Dnipropetrovsk uh, Oblast, for example. Like, I wouldn't have any problem going there. I'd actually find it interesting to go down for the day. But, you know, for a girl from there to think that a guy who comes from America, for example, is going to come all the way to Pavlohrad just to see her. Like he has nothing else to do. Like she is so important that he has to go all the way there. It's going to be interpreted as pedestalizing. So that's maybe an example that's not so obvious, right? And these are the mistakes I used to make because I used to go to these small towns. Uh, maybe I, I met a girl from there. It's, oh, cool, I'll go there. Now, sometimes that obviously worked out, right? And I actually always had a something else to do there. Like, you know, I wanted to see the town. <laughs> but... Uh, it would be simpler in that situation, probably say, hey, come up to Kiev, you know, I'll take care of that uh, in terms of we'll go out and we'll do interesting things together, whatever, set up a better frame and not make it about that you're kind of like she is the big prize, basically, and that you need to go all the way out there. Women like to look up to men biologically in general. So if it looks like she's above you and uh, looking down, unlikely to work it's again about perception you want to have it maybe that you know she's the one and I'm going to get into about investing also later in the in the video but you want to make it something that she is going to think that you are slightly above her that's just 
for better or worse, how it works. And I think that's just universal in general. But as with everything here in Eastern Europe, it's more raw and more extreme than in the West. So that's a nice segue into beta bug trait number two, which is trying to impress the girl and basically trying to, basically in effect, qualifying himself all the time to the woman. Now the classic thing that a lot of the scammy agencies do, uh, whether it's dating or whatnot, or even some of the genuine ones who just don't know any better is they get the guy to show up on a first date with flowers. He's trying so hard to impress. He goes out and spend 50, 100 US dollars on flowers here in Ukraine. Uh, I have another video on <laughs> whether it's a good idea to buy flowers on a date or not. Again, link it up above in, uh, on a card there or down below in the description. But basically that is something that's given as advice. My own coaching, let's say, yeah, I was showing up with all these flowers and man, <laughs> that just looked like you were trying to impress her so much, right? You don't know this woman. You've never met her before. Maybe had a little bit of cursory, you know, exchange in between, um, you know, you agreeing to the date and then showing up uh, because it was arranged. But in general, if you're trying so hard to impress someone, it looks like you're lower value. So again, it's not going. It's not. It's not going to end up in a situation where she's pedestalizing you if you're trying too hard. It's basically going to end up that the perception is that you're pedestalizing her. So don't try too hard. That's beta buck number two. And that's basically because, well, the reason that you're trying so hard, at least that's the inference, is because you don't have so many other options. Men who don't have very many options are seen as lower value uh, by women. It's called pre-selection. Men who have a lot of options have abundance and men who have less options have scarcity. And scarcity means that they try to invest, they try really, really hard to impress because they see there's a huge opportunity and guys of abundance are basically like, yeah, whatever. There's another girl coming around five minutes later. <laughs> why, would I, why would I try so hard? It's all about perception, remember. So the third beta book trait is of course not leading. Big, huge one uh, here in Eastern Europe. I mean, if you were asking questions to a girl, unless it's very, very far into the relationship, like, what, what would you like to eat? What would you like to do? Finished, over, beta buck, 100% here in Eastern Europe. I have it in the Real Man Mindset video. Definitely go and check that one out after this if you don't understand what I'm talking about. Men lead, you have, you're, the, you're the man with the plan when you show up here every step of the way and you lead and direct it. Now, it doesn't mean you have to be a complete asshole and rude all the time but you definitely have to be assertive and leading the direction and you can of course you know tailor that to how the mood is going and also of course you know her preferences but you definitely have to be the one in the driving seat behind the wheel about the direction that any sort of interaction is going but that is one of the hardest things for me to coach out of western guides is to get them to lead and a lot of them they watch the videos on youtube before uh, they become a client and i'm always amazed that then i look at say their messages and I'm like why are you writing this why are you asking her questions still? Don't you understand? Didn't you watch my videos that are for free here on YouTube? But yeah, sometimes it needs that personal coaching, of course, uh, in person uh, to actually make you execute it properly. So definitely that is a very important one to avoid. So the fourth beta book trade here in Eastern Europe by Western guys is they're boring as, as dull as dishwater, we say in English, uh, at least in Ireland and in the UK. Uh, most guys are very predictable. Unfortunately, us guys, I always like to say it's 97 or 95% of guys think the same way. Anyways, it's close to 100% of us. And uh, that makes it very boring as a girl. Oh, here's another guy trying to get into my pants doing X, Y, and Z. He goes on three dates. He presses me with maybe even sending flowers or whatnot. And um, yeah, it's just a little bit not challenging and it doesn't display, again, high value. So being boring, doing what everyone else does on a date. You know, I've seen friends who's uh, actually my sensei who taught me uh, right back, you know, in the beginning, not right at the beginning, but maybe about four or five years after I started coming to Eastern Europe, 
he, uh, you know, once he just took a girl out they had met and he put on his, uh, he put on some Latin music on his phone and started dancing with her on the street uh, and he made, the, and then they walked off somewhere else, I don't know. He just made it sound so much more fun, right? And of course the girl was, first of all, uh, very interested in him as kind of cool, she was excited, she had a lot of emotions uh, going on because, you know, sitting down, predictable, now we go for a date, now we go for a dinner. Uh, it's like every other date she's had, so doing something like that, I mean, that's a little bit more spontaneous and, crea and creative on the spot. Uh, I think it was also ra raining as well when he did it. So he managed to, he went dancing some in the rain with her. Uh, and I've actually seen him do something else in St. Petersburg. It was pretty amazing. We were actually at a bar and um, he, he did the dancing thing again. It's actually probably a good tip. Learn how to dance. This is, there's nothing about being a beta buck or, or uh, obviously a real man, but he, um, yeah, she was, remember we were there in a bar in St. Petersburg, there was three girls and he started talking to one who's very standoffish and basically he talked to her just a little bit 30 seconds then started played some music started dancing with her and this girl started to cry she started to cry with so much emotion because it was something so different that she experienced and he managed to uh, i guess stimulate all those emotions uh, I'm not sure if they were all positive, maybe some negative ones were going on there because she started to cry. But her friends were shocked, absolutely shocked because they'd never seen their friend uh, react uh, that way to a guy in the interaction. So anyways, that's a short little tip. Don't be boring, don't be like all the other guys saying the same thing, blah, 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 blah. So, I mean, I used to make this mistake uh, myself a lot. It's just that my sensei said to me, what are you doing on the dates? He said, boring. Boring. You're just like every other fucking guy she goes out with. So, anyways, that was a little bit tough on my ego at the time, but I learned from it. And uh, yeah, I'm not as dull <laughs> when I got on dates, that's for sure, uh, like I was when I first came here. So, last one is basically a little bit of a correlate of what I've said earlier on. It's like uh, over investing, like, because you want to have beta bucks always over invest. They're the ones making all the effort. Yeah, they're, they're the one, I mean, if they go to the margins, they're the one paying huge money for the day where the girl just shows up. And I know there are some agents actually get the girls to pay as well, a small amount, which is great. That's actually a lot better. <laughs> uh, but, you know, unless she's investing into doing something, and that doesn't have to be that she's going to pay because obviously this is Eastern Europe. That's not the standard. Uh, basically, guys pay on the dates and whatnot, right? So I'm not talking about that. Beta bucks always overinvest. Um, this is pretty sad. Uh, like if the woman is not at least contributing something, right? Uh, it can be something very small. Uh, and uh, maybe you've gone out a couple of times. Let me give a concrete example that I like to talk about. This is what I talked about on my premium uh, program as well, Slavic Seduction Secrets. This is obviously a link down below. There's, uh, it's on demand. There we have what's called the Borscht test, right? And that's basically whether the girl is going to be willing to make borscht for you. Obviously not on the first date, you can try that, but <laughs> definitely wouldn't be boring if you went cooking the first time. Uh, but basically that she's willing to contribute in some way or do something. And um, is someone who's not investing in general uh, into a relationship is not really committed to it or that interested to it. So if uh, what you see with beta bucks in general, that's a lot to do with the guys who get scammed here is the fact that they're investing all the time. They're bringing out, her out to the restaurant, they're picking up, they're probably sending it, you know, probably giving her cash for the <laughs> taxi. She's asked for 500 hryvna, which is about almost 20 US dollars, when the most that's gonna be here is probably about five or six dollars, for example. So obviously if someone's not investing at all in terms of their time, emotions, and you know, normally it's not women who invest in money, it's gonna be men at definitely at the beginning of a relationship, 100%. Uh, but you get my point that if she is not investing something into it, 
other than the fact that she's brought to nice restaurants and taking Instagram videos, like my uh, client also told me this happened to him at the beginning when he went on some of these dates with uh, that were arranged for him here when he went to an agency. Uh, basically, she's not interested because a real man is going to make her invest in some way, going to get her to do something. Uh, <laughs> it could be very small. It could be maybe bringing, a, I don't know, picking up something on the way in for her. Just to give you a small little example. Um, Maybe, has, maybe have a task that needs to be done, like it needs a little bit of research, be quicker to do in Russian. Hey, can you do this for me? Uh, it takes two or three minutes, boom. And someone who's not willing to invest can be like, why do I have to go for this guy just to look up on Google? Like really, um, small investments, obviously that's a very small example, but in general, beta bucks, they are the only ones investing. They overinvest way too much and also too early. They're writing stuff like looking for validation. I look at the text of some consulting clients and uh, yeah, they've met the girl once and they're looking for, you know, confirmation that she's really interested in them. No better way to turn off a slabby girl, believe me. So those were the five beta buck traits that Western men have quite often that you need to avoid when you come here to Eastern Europe, to Kiev. Uh, and definitely to Odessa Mom, which is scam central. You're gonna get eaten alive by those piranhas, figuratively, which are the Odessike, the girls of Odessa, uh, because the scammer girls are gonna find you if you're a beta buck, and they're gonna stake all your money. Maybe they won't get all of it, but they'll get a lot of it. And that's why you see so many scams, whether it happens to you online or person, basically they take advantage of what I call, what are called in general in the dating world, beta bucks. Uh, so avoid those five traits and anyone coaching you to have any of those five traits is not doing it properly. Maybe they don't just don't understand that that's making them probably a beta and probably you a beta. So um, yeah, I think that's it. Write me down below what you think of what I've outlined today. Of course, I had those two primary videos. I referred to one of them earlier. Uh, you know, what is a real man mindset? Go just check that out. It'll be up but probably earlier in the card down below, also Slavic mentality intelligence, really useful. I think they're the two things that you need to get together, uh, get you know on top of first to be really successful here in dating in Eastern Europe. So they are uh, primary videos here on the channel for free for my premium content, which is Slavic Seduction Secrets, or you can consider a consulting call. Anyways, I always put all the links to all those options or how I can help you reach your potential here in Eastern Europe a lot quicker. And I'll end this because one of the matchmakers that I did refer to slightly unflatteringly earlier in the video, he does have a very good point, which is that the guys who do the best are the guys who move here. And that is what I've been focusing on more and more over the last year. So I also have my program, my premium program, Slavic Utopia Secrets Ukraine. It's for high level guys who want to spend three to 12 months a year here in Ukraine. I'm going to have already another pro similar program for Belarus. Anyways, that's all down below and on demand as well. So if you are considering, you know, to really give yourself the maximum chance, then think about moving to super free Ukraine because this is the year of, well, it's already been over a year of all this coronavirus madness and mayhem in terms of traveling. As you can see, the light is starting to recede on my face because the sun has just gone over the other side of my Maidan Square here in the center of Kiev. So I will see you very soon in the next video. Dopobachna Desvedanya from Crazy Kiev, Ukraine. Sar Experience.